man, what a week of football. Probably one of the best ones so far this year. 2017's best week of football, you guys agree? There's exciting moments. There's good moments. I can't remember far enough to say if it's the best. The best I can remember. Pretty good. Pretty darn good. This is the Homegrown Podcast. I'm DJ Royalty. I'm Saroche. I'm Jamer. We are in the saddle again. Week nine. Week nine. I, I thought this was the most explosive week of football. There's some big if production. You're an Eagles yeah, fan. Kids. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Or a Rams fan. Or Rams, correct. You know, some big scores put up on the board, some interesting turns of tide for teams. Wow, that was a lot of alliteration there. Yeah, some big some losses. Big losses. <laughs> Definitely called the win in Carolina. Oh, you did. You did. Yeah, I thought it was a turnaround game for Matty Ice and the squad. Iced. They got ice. Yeah, I can't remember what I picked, but I'm pretty sure I picked Atlanta. And that was before we even knew Benjamin was off the team, so. Yeah, Kelvin Less Benjamin Cam. making his quick exit. But uh, yeah, Cam and company not appearing to miss him much. The slam dunk touchdown was wild. Was awesome. That was the best Very Cam wild. moment of the season. Even Steph Curry tweeting at Cam Newton about that one. Dunking on him. Yeah, like Carolina boy. Carolina boys. Jacksonville rolling still. Jacksonville looking pretty good, even with their star running back sitting on the bench in a weird coaching decision. Yeah, yeah. weird coaching decision. Oakland kind of getting back on track, maybe. Definitely Lynch's best game. I Definitely mean, Lynch's. He looked like yeah. Lynch. Yeah. Lynch looked looked better. Carr looked a little more competent. Um, Miami though just can't seem to score. Yeah. Miami's defense looked decent too. You know they what? Miami's plays. defense is pretty good. Their offense is terrible and like. Do you think that, or is it just the quarterback problem? <sighs> well, they two got good receivers. Yeah. They traded away a, a. Julius Thomas theoretically should be good. He might have just know. had a good two years in Denver with. In Manny. theory. On he's, paper. He's been bad for a while, so. Mathematically. Huge win for Dallas. Huge one. Let's start there. Dallas taking out KC, and I think officially removing KC from the best team in football conversation. Probably and the feature game on Sunday, this game. Oh, for sure. And you felt like KC's D got exposed. Kind of back-to-back weeks after they got exposed against Oakland already. Missing Barry. Definitely. Too late to pick anyone up. Trade deadline's come and gone. And an offense that won't be stopped easily. Dak and company, certainly. Dak seems to be getting better every week, too. Like, he started off pretty slow this year, and he's, like, making plays even when Zeke doesn't, you know? Yeah. The same goes for Elliott, too. Yeah, true. Both of them finding their stride, as they say. Really, they're missing the, like, I know Dez is the other guy in that, if you want to have, like, the parallels to Aikman, Emmett, and Irvin, but, like... Dez is kind of bad that now. He wasn't that good. He had a fumble. He wasn't that good. He drops a lot of balls. Some sort of ankle injury. I mean, it, come on, guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, honestly, like, I don't even think he led the team receiving last year. I think it was Beasley last year. Cole Beasley! On, like, gets a pass on his name at this point. With the Washington win, that division stays interesting, though. Uh-huh. Because all three, all teams winning. Yeah, we don't cut the Giants. No. They don't matter. We buried them. All important teams. Yeah. The Giants are, of course, coming out and telling everyone that they will consider new options at all positions. Yeah. That's it. And that's just, you know, indicative of a complete blow up there. Push out. The push out move. 
The Washington Seattle game though, I thought was sick. Like I watched that game pretty the closely. The first half was boring. Yeah. The second half was good. The second half was the it the ending was crazy. Yes. But like Seattle at home two weeks in a row was not able to like protect their leads. And that's not like Seattle. But that's is a it, gutsy win for Washington. Yeah. Yes. Gutsy. For definitely. Because, you know, is that so many injuries on that team? Is the like what you said more indicative of Seattle's offense or defense though? Are they unable to protect the lead or are they unable to just even move the ball effectively down the field? Because that's I how I feel about Denver. Like I feel like Denver would be a good team if they had anybody better. Well, I was wondering with Denver, like their defense has gotten destroyed a few times this year. Like, But it's because they're on the field all the time. True. Like they spend the whole game out there. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And Brock Osweiler obviously was not the right. No. The commentary on Denver was that they had everyone, you know, sort of skirting their assignments to try and do extra things. Oh, and, like and it got trying to hit a home run all the time? Yeah, it got them completely out of their scheme uh, and off their rhythm. And, I mean, I don't think there's any excuse for that. But that's sort of three years into that defense. But even saying that, that's indicative of how terrible the offense yeah. is because the defense feels like it has to score points. Like every player on that defense is like, if we don't get a pick six, if we don't get a fumble, if we don't get this, like, and now you're- But that's kind of always been the way it's been for Denver, right? I mean, mm. I don't know when, when Peyton left. was there. I, I know when Peyton wasn't Payton, that good Payton anymore. Peyton could get the job done. Yeah. Peyton could at least get, get you to the 25 yard line. But we're only a year and a half removed from Peyton. And like last year, you know, Simeon showed a little bit of potential maybe. But, but I'm like, just saying, if you have that defense, you just have to make a move for a quarterback. Like the franchise is yes. run by a quarterback. He's a hall of fame quarterback. How could he not value that position more than anything else? Like, unless it's his ego And they're in, the in way. like a championship now mode. Like exactly, their defense that's what I'm saying. Like there, they like, just won one two years ago. So, this offseason, if you're looking at drafting one of the young kids or maybe moving on Kirk Cousins, they're more no, a Kirk they, Cousins yeah, team than the... I think so. Oh, Cousins yeah. would fit in well in Denver. He really would, yeah. He, he, I don't know. I definitely think that's a better move. Interesting. Interesting times. Interesting chatter here on the Homegrown Podcast. That's well, Seattle. this season for them is going down the toilet fast. Oh, I think it's already in the toilet. So... Did we bury him? Can we bury him now? Because... Denver? Yeah. I, th- I thought we buried them, but we can check on that. If we didn't, then we missed them. Yeah. <laughs> he like no ran out of holes. No one's walking out the street to save them now. The season is done. Yeah, yeah you gotta true. be looking at next season. You gotta be. Yeah, trade good. deadline's over. They're Maybe too far to back. There's gotta be a couple guys leaving that defense. Now I feel year. like they should have tried to push harder to get Romo. Yeah, we talked about that a lot last year. That just seemed like the. But I'm so happy they didn't because he's the best guy. In yeah, the we would have been denied of his broadcasting yeah. <laughs> ability. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so yeah. great. Back to your Seattle question. Honestly, for me, it's more on the defense because their offense hasn't been able to move the ball that well in a couple of years. But their defense always keeps them right there. Russell Wilson pulls one out at the end. They score and then they win. And he did that. He held up his end. They probably had... 18 rushing yards on the whole season. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, but realistically, like 200. Less than 300. They, um, when Lacey went down on this game, they abandoned the run. Oh. Like, just, when and they, Eddie and Lacey the is your guy. Prior to that, they didn't even try to run. 
Yeah, they had 30 yards rushing, and it was Russell Wilson on the last drive of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's just a bad sign when all your running eggs are in the Eddie Lacy basket. Like, and your backup's not even yeah close to Eddie Lacy. Well, Seattle definitely had penalty trouble in this game, 16 penalties. And, you know, when you're getting put back that often, mm-hmm. that much, it's really hard to find a rhythm. And I think that was their downfall in that game. But I was just talking to Soros today, and I hate to say this, but Seattle's a really good second-half team. And, you know, kudos to Pete Carroll and his coaching staff because they usually find a way to win in the second half and squeak themselves either into the wild card or, or into the into the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I don't know if there's much hope of challenging the Rams. They're only a game back. Yeah. They still play each other. Like, but the Rams are playing so well right now. But I feel yeah. like the Rams Washington, have no Washington's problems. Washington's one of the they're going to be competing for that wild card. For the wild card, right? true. Right? You look at Washington like... This is a stinger. This is a this is a home game for Seattle. They never lose at home. And yeah, and final then, like play I say, with what Deshaun Watson did to him at home last week, like was like he roasted him for fifty, forty, seven points, whatever it was. Whatever. And this is and the, Washington only put up seventeen, but like that last drive, I think they did it in three plays. Game. Maybe they're busted. Maybe Washington was the first non NFC West team to win in Seattle. Since week six, 2015. Damn. Which is crazy. Went so deep into the stats. You, with, that, that with that many starters out, you know, just a pretty formidable victory for Washington. So. And by that, you mean Washington starters because, like, Seattle's pretty healthy. All the key pieces are yeah, there. Yeah, I definitely mean Washington Earl Thomas starters. is there. Their, their O line is decimated. So, yeah. For them to squeak out a tight win there. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got to give a little bit of shout out to young quarterbacks, second year guys, Goff and Wentz. Yeah. One and two overall pick last year. Sophomore studs. Yeah, putting up matching 51s. 51s. 51 burgers on the day. I was, yeah, I was I'm, blown I'm impressed away. by both of them. Yeah. I was. I thought Wentz wasn't very good, but I thought for sure Goff was terrible. I had a feeling Wentz was going to be good. I thought Goff was terrible. But that's just Fisher. He clearly does not know yeah. how to coach a quarterback yeah. at all. <laughs> and like, honestly... I put that all on Fisher. Once all we Fisher. get into like Coach of the Year talks, Sean McVay has to be right there, man. He's been phenomenal. Oh, True. yeah. True. He's turned that team around 100%. Talking about another team that's had a terrible turnaround. That's the Texans. Ayy. Devastating. Mm. Yes. Practice. 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 I really can't imagine what could be worse for them. It was a savage loss. JJ Watt. (laughs) Yeah. Is Tom Savage uh, just not up to the job? Ooh, a savage loss. I like what he did there. Yeah, savage (laughs) loss. No, he's not up for the job. He's terrible. We already know this. He lasted like four plays at the start of the year as their starter. He's a really terrible quarterback. If you've already played for Houston, you're not smart enough to throw it to Hopkins. You don't deserve to play football, period. And yeah. you know what? They he's not replacing like oh that rookie had promise like Deshaun Watson. He looks was sick. Phenomenal. He's a national champion. Yeah, and and we probably jinxed him pretty hard last week. We jinxed him. <laughs> we, I went, you know, we went I was, off. I was listening to the tapes and we really were honing in on his lack of uh, injury <laughs> proneness. <laughs> yeah, his toughness. His toughness. His we toughness. were really highlighting his toughness and. Uh, Non-contact again, man. Those non-contact injuries are brutal. 
I don't follow other sports nearly as well. Like, are there this many non-contact injuries in rugby? I like, don't I, know. I no idea, but it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, Deshaun up for the year. Pretty devastating to the Texans. I don't know. I think it kind of closes the book on the Texans a little bit. A little bit. I know you brought this up earlier, J-Mart. Cap. You know, that lines up pretty well. I think it lines up. Do you think it will happen? Kaepernick in use. Kaepernick? No. <laughs> Kaepernick off. I'm going with no. <laughs> I'm going with no, too. Which is a shame. It, like... Even I remember last year having a conversation with uh, some Niner fan friends and we were talking about Deshaun Watson. I was like, I don't know if I'd go Deshaun Watson. I think he's kind of like Cap. I thought he was athletically awesome, had a big arm, but inconsistent with his throws, which obviously was wrong. But like, that would line up really well if you're Houston and you're right there in the thick of things. They're not lining it up. No, I don't (laughs) even think he gets a visit. I almost feel like it was put out there as like propaganda to skirt his current litigation. Or to skirt how everyone hates the owner right now for his prison inmates comment. Oh, like trying to win points with the public. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Tisk tisk. I think we'd all agree, probably the best trade deadline ever. Absolutely. Pretty good trade. In our lives, in our football lives. Lots of movement. A lot of stuff, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Exciting. And like down into the wire, even like the last minute Cleveland Cincy trade that didn't happen. But there's like four or five nice moves in there. Well, they set a deadline for a reason. Oh my god. (laughs) That trade, they should be glad that didn't happen. Cleveland should be, right? Cleveland, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They were about to do another bonehead thing. Oh man. I was talking to my buddy Sean. They got saved by the bell. Yeah, absolutely (laughs) saved by the bell. That was like the 10 second knockdown, but the bell went off and they're like, oh well. That's the 12th round. It's over. I was talking to my buddy, Sean, and uh, he was saying he thought Cleveland realized that they were being dumb and bailed on the deal last minute. And it's not that they just didn't fax it in early enough. I don't know if I agree with that, man. This seems like There's not some... faxing in a trade that you did poorly seems like the Cleveland way to do things. And there's assertion on the Brown side that a VP sabotaged the trade by not faxing in the forms on time. He um, deserves a raise. Yeah. He deserves a promotion. Yeah. He should probably be ahead of the team. They're giving up a second and third, last I heard, for McCarran, who's never really played and was a fifth round pick. And he's just unproven. Completely. There's no point. No, like, not that he doesn't have pedigree. He won national championships as well, but, like, they didn't really win based on their quarterback. Yeah, and he's just been sitting for a while. I can't imagine you stay sharp. Yeah, not at all. And, like, you know with Garoppolo, he played a little bit, and... I knew you'd try to justify this right away. (laughs) (laughs) But he played some, and, like... People weren't just going off the fact he was a second round pick. It was like, hey, when he played, he was good. It's true. McCarran. And it, it does equal to a lateral move, I guess. Patriots picked him in the second round. They got a second round pick. Yeah. The lateral move, I guess. But like, it's one thing if you're a backup to Brady, but like McCarron couldn't beat out Andy Dalton. <laughs> I, I, read, <laughs> can't I, be good. I read that they inquired about Brady first. I read that too. I don't know how much I believe that. Oh man, I laughed. Oh, it was a, a gut churner. <laughs> what are you going to do with that team with a 40-year-old quarterback? <laughs> exactly. And no you might as well throw him in a wheelbarrow and just yeah. like roll him out there. 
maybe we just wanted to end his career. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe they were he seeing, would maybe die. Maybe they were testing like, the waters on retirement in California. Maybe. Either way, I'm welcome to Jimmy G era. Well, we'll get to see it, hopefully, what, bye week next week, and then Jimmy yeah. G? Week 12, ideally. I don't know if they're planning on playing him this week. I hope not. Our O-line is beaten down. Week 12? Yeah, week 12, ideally. Interesting. Well, we will await Jimmy's debut in the Bay. And let's uh, go back to the Pats Super Bowl. I don't even call it Nemesis. <laughs> Super Bowl. I don't know. They crushed them. The Falcons. Oh, yeah. The team that we crushed. There you go. The dreams. The dreams of every Falcon fan. <laughs> it's seemingly their ability to play football well because they're... They, uh, are they done? It's, What's wrong with them? I it's like disaster times there, for sure. I feel like they're done. I feel like the Shanahan loss is uh, is glaring at this point. That offense just is not running the same. Yeah. I think the poignant moment for me was that deep strike to Julio Jones back at the end zone. And he just drops it. And you yes, would, right you would never expect that from Julio. Ever, I said in my mind that I, I have him on one of my fantasy rosters. I will never have him on another fantasy roster just due to that one drop. It ran. It reminded and he put me of, up yards too, but like, yeah, that was it though. That was the game. It reminded me of like late career Randy Moss, like yeah, at least late, Randy yeah. Moss. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's like old, old man. Julio's not even that old. I know. Yeah, no, not that old. Like, Julio's in his prime, though. Like, it just looked Julio's awful. In his prime, it was exactly. terrible. It's not something you expect from a top I mean, five wide receiver. Late career Randy Moss had a record-breaking breaking season with the Patriots. Okay, yeah, well, true. maybe there's hope and for I Julio. don't know their ages, maybe. but I bet Randy Moss in that Pat season was older than Julio Jones is now. <laughs> Yes, I would think so too. Oh. Regardless. Regardless. I have him too, Troy, and I'm very disappointed. Yeah, a little bit disappointed. I need those yards and I need that TD. He's a Pirano first round fantasy pick. Oh, absolutely. Apparently, and I'm out on fantasy right now, but I hear the Falcons have a really nice fantasy playoff schedule. So y'all might want to hold on. Yeah, I if mean... If you can make it, to say. I think Atlanta has some important games coming up and it's do or die time in that city. I didn't I didn't hear a lot from after the game post game interviews. You didn't hear a lot from Matt Bryan in terms of he sounded positive. He was focusing on them just needing to change a couple things and to execute in a few key situations and then turning it around. But you don't hear just like succinct sort of like we need to do this better, we need to do that better. You know, well, they play Dallas next week. It's gonna be tough. That's yeah. and to me, that's the prove it game. You Uphill know? battle. That's that's like, if you lose that game, you're four or five. Are you, are you really even a factor still? Uh, that's a tough hill to climb. Yeah, that could be the end of the line for them. And Dallas arguably playing their best football right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're definitely playing like they're in a tough division. Before we get to that, though. I do want to talk about fight night in the NFL. There's a lot of fights on Sunday. Fight day, fight, fight night. Day. Everyone's just fight time everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're just charged up. And guys, like AJ Green's usually a pretty quiet guy. He's not like, not usually in the mix like that. I don't even think was that bad. I think he overreacted. I mean, I, I didn't watch the whole game, but I, I didn't see anything too big. Just a little shove from Ramsey. Ramsey seems like a guy, he got in a fight with Steve Smith a little while back, right? Yeah. 
Something's always gonna happen though, no? Yeah. But chokeholds. Not usually. Not usually. <laughs> From behind chokes. Yeah. To me, it's not the physical. It was probably something verbal that happened between the two Probably players. a lot of it. You know, you can't really see that kind of stuff. I uh, imagine so. The microphone isn't always pointed right at those guys. So, I don't know whether he overreacted or not. It was definitely savage. Um, the wit, the Winston, um, Mike Evans one was pretty crazy. That, was weird. that like bugging man, like Jameis Winston has he's injured. On the yeah, side he's lines. on the sideline. He's like holding his shoulder and pointing at something. And yelling. Yeah, and like poking Lattimore's helmet. Yeah. Like, and then Evans just like floored him from behind. Yeah, got suspended. Like, wow, well, rightly so. Rightly I mean, so. But you can't, you can't do that to a guy. Yeah, he's not. Well, what was Winston doing? That just, yeah, just I just Winston don't like him. seems to be like off his game a little bit these days. He's just not looking real suave. His pregame pump up getting a lot of. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm not going to call it hate, but it's people are, cla- people are, people are clowning him <laughs> yeah. on social media. Uh, we can play it right now. I say one thing. I want everybody to look at me. I'm going to pass it to Corn after I say one thing. Let's go. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many people want to eat a W tonight? How many people want to eat a W tonight? Yeah, you see what I mean? It's terrible. Terrible. Pretty terrible. That's some. And it looks worse than it sounds, to be honest. It sounds and looks terrible. You know, I was watching, you know, you see a few of them, like you've seen Drew Brees pump up his team, you see guys do it all the time. That's not gonna get Tampa Bay guys jacked and ready to go. I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are you doing? Let's play football. What are you talking about? Just stick to the standard, woo! Let's go, boys. I mean, you don't need to get creative. Yeah, or you're, you're not the one to get creative. Yeah, you're not the one to get creative. Uh, trouble in Tampa, though. They, I mean, that team... They're done. They're done. That ship has sunk. Sorry, Corby. The pirate, the pirate ship is <laughs> yeah. at the bottom of the bay. Going from that, looking next week. We're already talking Dallas-Atlanta. May as well start there. Atlanta getting three points at home. Yeah, it's tough for me to give Atlanta... Any props. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just tore them down pretty good I mean, for the last little bit. Obviously, every week now, you don't know if Zeke's going to play or not, but he obviously, obviously ends up playing. I think Dallas is going to take them at their brand new stadium. I've got to agree with you, man. Atlanta has not shown me anything that makes me disbelieve that. Like Troy was saying, Dallas is playing their best ball of the year. Like, even their defense was pretty solid against KC. Like... Alex Smith's stats look decent, but a lot of that was on like a 80-yard ridiculous right before the half touchdown to Tyreek Hill where Dallas just kind of let him score from 70 yards mm-hmm. away, which is really weird. Yeah, Dallas is playing pretty good ball right now. A lot of people calling them the best team in the league. I'm not ready to crown them just yet. No, they're not even the best team in their division, man. No, and I, I you know... The, the Zeke threat is still out there, too. Who knows what happens in Zeke Gate, I'm calling it now, because it's kind of the new Deflate Gate. I'm so tired of it. I'm really tired I just of don't it. Care. Who knows what happens? Maybe Zeke doesn't play. Zeke doesn't play. The door is open for the Atlanta Falcons. I think, you know, even just hearing Matt Ryan sort of remaining calm, uh, you know, they've got some things to work out in practice. You know, this is it for them. 
Does that I desperation? Take, I will take Atlanta in the desperation game, but I'm not going to say this is going to save their season, but I think they might squeak one out here. You're saying it's going to spark them. I'm going to take Atlanta in the... You're going with the spark. In the uh, not so... Not, not, a, not an upset according to the odds makers, but to me, that, it, that would be an upset. Feels like an upset. Feels like an upset. Yeah, to me, that, that that's an upset. Especially if Zeke is going... All right. All right. How about in Washington? We talked about their big win against Seattle. Uh, Minnesota coming into town, getting a point and a half on the road. That was a little funny to me too. Minnesota coming off a bye though. Washington I think Washington's gonna start rolling here. I think they're ready to start rolling. I'm gonna take Washington. Cousins is gonna start playing for that contract right away. It's time. It's time for him to squeak them on the cusp of being in the playoffs so that he can get paid. It's interesting time for Cousins because that Garoppolo trade kind of messes him up. Yes. Because the thought before assuming, the season... Assuming that San Francisco locks Garoppolo up. Assuming, yeah. But like, before was, the season you thought he might go to McVay and the Rams, Shanahan for the 49ers. Well, but the Rams, they're not going to move now. Oh yeah, not at all. And you would think the Niners aren't, there's still some flexibility there. But uh, Well, if Garoppolo doesn't play well, they just walk away. Yeah. It's only a second round pick when you're rebuilding, right? True, and someone else will sign him and you'll get a compensatory fourth probably for him. So, you know, there, there's there's outs in there, but you gotta think that trade means we're eyeing him long term. So back to the original question, Minnesota or Washington? You know what, I, uh, every week I say I don't believe in Minnesota. They so far have been proving me wrong. But I still don't believe in Minnesota. <laughs> so I'm gonna take Washington at home. They're getting a little bit healthier. Washington, gritty, gritty win this week. Gritty, gritty, gritty. Yeah. The grittiest of the gritty. So, them sitting at 500, that division, very tough division. Philly, steaming right now. Dallas, Minnesota has a little bit of a two easy of Washington's road right now. losses are to Philadelphia, by the way. There it is. Dallas playing great ball. So, to me, Washington's got to get every dirty game they can. And this is one of those dirty games. Minnesota's sitting pretty comfortably at six and two in that division. That for them to drop this game, you know, it's not the end of their season. They've got some gimme type wins with, I think. And not much competition in the division with no Aaron Rodgers right no, now. No, Detroit, Sorry, they're gonna beat Detroit handily. You know, they they play Chicago again. They're gonna beat them again. They'll probably beat the Packers again. Sorry to say, James, unless by some no, miracle. They got the Bengals in there. The Falcons. We already said. If some yeah. miracle, Aaron Rodgers has a healed shoulder, collarbone type. I, I doubt it. I'm not type comeback by December 23rd. Um, that would be yeah. the best Christmas present of all. I think the like likelihood of Rodgers. Shoulder healing has more to do with whether the Packers are in the playoff race than it does with his actual shoulder healing. That's definitely where the likelihood of him playing comes from. There's no doubt about that. We will await that possibility. So where are you going, Trey? Well, here's something. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy B. Teddy B. Coming back, recently activated. He's not going to play, though. Possibly, and I think possibly might be back too. The backup that will be sitting on the sidelines. Here's a scenario for you: something happens, Teddy B goes in, Teddy B G's up. Oh, oh man. man, does Teddy totally B go different in before Vikings. Sammy B? Because I, I think Teddy B goes in. I, I think they're. You, you gotta know every Vikings fan has been dying 
to have Teddy be back in there. Teddy was geeing up he was before he He was exciting. He's excited. He was. I almost forgot. The same way yeah. Deshaun Watson was. He's exciting. a Deshaun Watson. Well, not that exciting. Well, he was doing the same, <laughs> like, dual threat type me. stuff. Yeah. He just but, got but, hurt a lot more and quicker. Yeah, but his first season, he, he was just very meh. Like, Deshaun Watson was, like, in the MVP conversation. True. Not giving True. Teddy B that cred. Okay. So, All it right. was exciting. Exciting for sure. More than Sam Bradford. Exciting, but maybe not a game changer. I don't think so. Okay. Personally. Okay. Again, I never have faith in the Vikings. I'm so. still taking the Washington football team in this game, but I'm going to throw in the Teddy B caveat. <laughs> Teddy B goes in. If Teddy I, plays, Troy flips. If by some possibility, Teddy B gets thrown into that lineup, they win that game. Otherwise, Washington wins that game. <laughs> interesting. It's an interesting thing. It's probably not going to happen. We're probably not even going to test this theory. Maybe not. I just you know, to you, you did there. that last week with uh, your conditional pick on whether or not Zeke played. And? And Zeke played and then... And boom! And they won, so... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about my sports select winnings, <laughs> which I can't <laughs> disclose for tax reasons. <laughs> your supposed winnings. They are substantial. <laughs> J-Mart, what's thinking? I Selfishly, heard. I know you want Washington. I, I already took Washington. You already took Washington? Should we talk about the Giants and Niners game? Really? You can if you want. <laughs> what are we talking about? I just think we get our first win. I wanted which, to bring it in. Which okay. practice roster you, Giants this, are going to play? The, this is the game you have circled on the calendar. This is oh, your first yeah, win. for a while. Oh, this is your first win. That's okay. why I want to bring it up. Right. I, I think we, well, we get off I'm gonna the side. I'm going to caveat this nine. one then. <laughs> All right. If, you, if Eli plays, the Giants is win. Is Eli hurt? Well, I don't know. They're talking about... Geno Smith, maybe kind of. Okay, yeah. Who knows? Okay. They're so you say we everyone. can't beat our Eli Manning-powered Giants team? Yes. <laughs> How about this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna caveat your caveat. If Garoppolo plays, San Fran wins. Nice. Whoa. That's wait, my wait, bold wait. prediction. My question to both of you then: If it's Garoppolo versus Eli, you go Garoppolo and you go Eli? Oh yeah. Clearly. All right. Yeah. So My caveat is okay. right on top of that caveat. Right. <laughs> it's a contingent caveat. Yeah. Either way, go Niners. Go Niners. Okay. Well, you could see your first win. I'll even pull for that one. Well, you'll be one step closer to eight next year. <laughs> right. Oh, well, no, we'll be right there, man. Yeah. I'm not worried about next year's predictions. It's a three year plan. Listen, if you get one win this year, maybe you'll double it next year and you'll get two. I think... Well, we got bets going on that for next year. I think if Garoppolo goes, works out... Like, what if he doesn't work out? Then you're not getting eight wins. Uh, well, then we go back to the other... Then it's either Cousins or maybe, you know, Darnold or... Anything after Baker Cousins Mayfield has five touchdowns equal. and a running touchdown this week. Cousins is going to Denver. We, are, we already decided that. <laughs> we did. We'll, we'll see Cousins. when we get there. I, I think we're set with maybe Jimmy G. you'll get Osweiler. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's uncalled for, man. No one gets Osweiler. Last stop for Osweiler. Regardless. Stop picking on the Niners. <laughs> it's just an easy target. It's no fun. It's uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, enough abuse for one week. I'm looking forward to next week. I just have a feeling, you know, these weeks you look at them, they don't look impressive, but somehow 
You when, see impressive football. When things tighten up, everything becomes interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the playoff picture is starting to gel. We'll talk about that next week. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank our sponsors. I want to thank Spark Event Management. If you want to throw a party, a kick-ass party, you want to hit up eventsbyspark.com. They're on all the socials. Check them out. So are we. So are we. Yeah. At Homegrown Pod. WordPress. Everything. Get on it. Until next week. Peace. Peace.